1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Pet coverage not available in New Hampshire and North Carolina. Welcome to Postcast on Locked on Jazz. David Locke along with Ron Boone. We join you after every Jazz game all year long here on Locked on Jazz. So make sure you subscribe on iTunes, your Android device, or wherever it is you catch this. It'll be here for you each and every day after every game. All right, Ron, the Jazz finished preseason with an 88-84 loss to the Portland Trailblazers a little bit eerily reminiscent of the first home game of the year last year here, where Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum proved to be unguardable for the Jazz. Damian Lillard, at least tonight, was completely unguardable.
0: 16 for 24 between those two, and Damian Lillard's always going to be uh, one of those unguardable players. He's just that good. Yeah, nice three-point player. Uh, he's a two. Shoots the twos very well. Nice floor game. Can drive to the basket. There's nothing uh, to about his game that you can't like. But this Portland Trailblazer team. Uh, I think they're as good as they can get right now with the lineup they have. I don't think we'll see much them improve that much more than what we, what we saw uh, tonight or in the first basketball game because they can be explosive. Uh, but, you know, like the Jazz right now with, rest, with guys that are, are not on the floor because of injuries, we expect them to be much better than what they were. I don't expect the Portland Trailblazers to be just off the charts this year. So
1: one thing you kept saying throughout the broadcast, it was clear to you that they have 11 returning players and they've been right. together. What was it you were seeing them do that we were not doing?
0: Well, they just play together. Uh, they, they're, um, they know their roles, and I think that's very, very important. They have guys that, that like Ed Davis coming off the bench, Von Leigh coming off the bench, Crabb coming off the bench. They know their roles. They know the amount of minutes that they're going to be getting out there. They know who the stars on this team are, are and that is definitely um, C.J. McCullen and, and, and Damian Lillard. So it's not a lot of probably wasn't a lot of teaching I, I think with with Terry Stotts in, in training camp, just basically trying to get those guys ready. Whereas uh, Coach Schneider, it's this you know, you got a, a lot of guys that needs to learn what they want to do out there on the floor, offensively and defensively and so they spend a lot of time uh, putting in the things they're gonna that they're gonna use for the for the most of the year.
1: I would suspect the Jazz have tomorrow off and then I would get friday saturday and sunday are probably three of the biggest practices of the year for this team to get ready to fly monday to portland i i'm suspecting they're really going to go at it for three days and wrap this thing up and try to make the strides they need to make
0: well right now you're looking at maybe rodney hood probably being one the only of the four players that you expect to spend a lot of time on the floor going to be ready for monday i can't imagine Derek favors or or, and definitely not Gordon being ready uh, for Monday's uh, Tuesday's game against the, against the Portland Trailblazer. Uh, Alec Burks, you just really don't know so I would imagine as you just mentioned these next three or four days in practice you'll get a pretty good idea of who's going to be starting and who's going to be spending a lot of time on the floor and, and they'll probably going to go pretty hard probably a lot of scrimmaging and, and a lot maybe some yelling. In practice, to make sure that, if, that everyone's on the same page.
1: I would suspect Rodney probably needs that more than anyone. He just didn't look in rhythm tonight, he had the brace on his hand and then threw it off early in the game after coming up short on his first few shots. You can tell he just doesn't have the touch, but that's a little nerve-wracking that this hand injury that's going seemingly going to linger, it first bothered him a year ago. It's now bothering him again. There's nothing he can really do about it, but it's clearly impacting his touch on his shot.
0: Well, it, it, it definitely is, bit, and, and again, I mean, you have to play with some, some injuries. You have to play with, play with a little pain, and, and um, yeah, boy, how do you keep from getting it hit? That's the thing. I mean, in this game, as soon as you have an injury, seems like the next game or the next play, you're going to get hit there. It's like you a know? canker sore, right? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. It's going to it's going to be there. So you just have to learn how to play with those. You know, play with injuries. You know, you're professional now. You know, these are things that you have to have to do.
1: At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends ten thirty one All right, if you look at camp as a whole, who jumped out at you? Who are the guys that maybe improved? Did anybody improve their status with the club in camp?
0: I think the players that we were watching, you know, obviously we were watching Dante, you know, where are you and how long is it going to take you to get back to where uh, you were a couple of years ago? Uh, I, I think Shelvin Mack was a player that, we, I, that I thought maybe would be on the bubble. Uh, it doesn't seem to be that way right now. Uh, it seems like he's going to uh, maybe be that third point guard. and Might be the
1: second point guard, and if we have the injuries to Alec and Gordon, Dante might be the backup shooting guard.
0: Yeah, that, that's true. And and, and, and again, this could be a luxury if Dante could get it going to the point where it could be a luxury for Quinn Snyder to the point where you can you can mix those things around where Dante might be a shooting guard and and uh, it's, it's it's just he he has the the tools right now if if they're healthy to to make some um, uh, I don't know some decisions out there that you wouldn't think it's going to work but he, he has those options
1: Dante's really uncomfortable the closer he get closer he gets to the rim right now
0: and, and, and the shots that he's throwing up closer to the basket aren't shots that, that aren't high percentage shots I mean he's really going away from the basket on a lot of those little flip shots and little scoop shots that he's throwing up uh, and that's not a high percentage shot you can't even get to the free throw line you know with, with plays like that going to the hole
1: I don't remember the exact number If you remember, since after Dante started I think he took two free throws the entire second half of the season uh, or maybe from January on two or three free throws the entire he is not one who ever goes line he, he is not one who has ever taken contact that's going to be something new if he can figure out how to do that well he
0: definitely has to figure out how to do it if not you know he's going to be one of those guys are going to be easy to defend because they know that he's not going to go to the basket and he's going to pull up and, and, and shoot a, an off-balance runner or something like that uh, and that will make him easier to defend and and you know, if you're afraid to go to the free throw line, that's when you don't get hit. I mean, that's when you don't challenge guys at the rim. So uh, it, every shot that you take around the rim doesn't have to be an uncontested shot.
1: Preseason basketball is never a good indicator. I've always said recency bias in the preseason is a great way to make a fool of yourself. How much of what we saw out of Rudy is real? How, Or do you not take any of it as real until... We get to regular season, scouting reports are out on him, and we see if people react to it.
0: I think about 80% of this is real because of, of, of uh, George Hill, uh, because of Boris Dia. I, I think those two players are going to make him um, uh, better, make him uh, effective out there on the floor to the point where he's going to have some, some, some pretty good numbers. I think he could average a double-double with the kind of, plays that he's getting. I mean, especially with Dial. I mean, he's going to get three or four passes from Dial around the basket That's that he's going to have an opportunity to score with.
1: The only other player I'd mention here is I just think the game, and I've always been such a big fan that maybe I'm, you know, look for it, but Trey Lyles to me just, I mean, he went on a little streak tonight where he hits three threes in a row. The game just... He just does not look like he's going to have a hard time scoring in any way, shape, or form this league.
0: Yeah, he, he really is not, and, and you can see he's really worked very, very hard at shooting the three-point shot. Uh, he's going to be that ex- maybe that explosive player coming off the bench that, that can maybe put up some big numbers. Now, um, what Quinn Snyder is going to have to be very careful with is that Trey – It's probably going to be a guy coming off the bench that they're going to look for to do, um, to score. I mean, to do a lot of things. Um, you just hope the Trey doesn't don't get so. Um, I don't know, inundated with his with his game that he forgets to pass pass his teammates and, and all this kind of thing, you know. Uh, we, we saw a little bit of that in Summer League, and we know that he was on the fast track there of trying to, to be uh, an efficient player that the Jazz would want to could use during the course of the year. But coming off the bench like this, you, you still have to be, you still have five or four of the guys out there on the floor.
1: This has been Postcast, David Locke along with Ron Boone, after every single Jazz game. We try to post it as quickly as we can for you. So if you're on your drive home, subscribe to iTunes or your Android, whatever it is, and it should be up for you pretty quickly after the game is over for you each and every night to get your postgame show on the radio. If you happen to watch the game and wonder what Ron and I thought, this is a great way to find that out along the way. So uh, feel free to check in on those on this subscribe to it and be a part of locked on jazz here on the uh locked on podcast radio or podcast network ron and i will be back with you and talk with you tuesday from portland let's get this season going